Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Last Take. We have a loaded show for you guys today as we will recap our experience at the Nebraska Podcast Awards show, then reactions to President Ted Carter leaving Nebraska for Ohio State, then we will have reactions to the release of the preseason AP Top 25 poll, then next we will discuss our conference predictions for the Power at Five, and finally we will end it off with our picks for the bigger games of the weekend. Let's get into it. Armstrong looking, holding, throws out a flat pass caught by Amir, trying to avoid the rush. He does. He has a first down, bouncing off tacklers to the 45, Amir to the 40, Amir to the 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Oh, touchdown, Amir Abdullah. Quarterback drop. Armstrong into the secondary. Armstrong's got a step. Touchdown. You are listening to The Last Take. The premier sports show for college students by college students. With hosts Dylan Jurgens and Blake Mace. Alright, welcome back. So we're going to start off. Uh, so this past, no, Saturday, we went to the Nebraska Podcast Awards show hosted by Nebraska Brewing Company. Shout out uh, No Block No Rock. Who's actually watching right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you can go ahead and go first, Blake. Uh what do you think? What oh. did you thought of the entire event? Oh, man, that was so much fun. Uh, I'd never been there before, um, which is kind of surprising because I felt like that's some place that my parents would have gone because they like that type of stuff, which means I got to have them back there at Nebraska Brewing Company. But um, no, I was really excited. You know, walking in there, having our own table, and seeing uh, Pipeline Jerky on there was cool. And uh, just the entire setup down there was awesome. And seeing all the other podcasts, and I mean, this is only year one of the event, mm-hmm. and it already was so much fun. And I got to give a shout out to Jared. Um, you know, I've listened to No Block No Rock for quite a while now, and so has Dylan. And uh, Jared, obviously, he won an award for comedy for a reason. And yes, I'm sir. like, I was, we were trying to look out for him, and I finally saw him, and that's who we uh, first met up with. And obviously, Jared, you're awesome. Got to shout out you. And what a fantastic event! And uh, can't wait for another year. Yeah, okay, we'll be back. Right, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I tell you what. I mean, this is this was something beyond something i mean it was something <laughs> it was something i'll just put it that way um you know i've never been to the nebraska brewing company thank you to no block no rock for uh being partners with the nebraska brewing company for this event it was well well attended it just shows you how much effort goes into making these podcasts and you know how so many different people talk about so many different things husker related is just so unique to see and lots of different creative ways mm-hmm. food was good too okay. yeah um they definitely didn't uh short us on that I yeah they did not getting a whole bunch of wings that was fantastic yeah, yeah and um go ahead dylan yeah this is awesome i mean best is really good experience good uh good making some connections kind of with only with no block no rock but you know it's okay <laughs> yeah it's okay it's because jared's awesome but um but yeah just a good experience and just really shows especially you from being wisconsin you can see how much you know how much people care yeah, I think yeah. is really it's Nebraska football is literally a religion here, and that's what old. I was telling someone today. I'm like, it's their church, basically. Yeah, for... yeah it's just the good uh, here in the good place or the good the good life, life. Good Sorry. life. or it's but... not for everybody. But um, but yeah, it was just really awesome, and you know, shout out to everybody else that showed up too. It's kind of upset we didn't get to see Corn Crazed or Character, but you know, it's yeah. okay because sometimes I know, I know, um. Busy. Connor Hayden's out in California, and I know Carriker is probably busy, especially especially being now working with the ticket too. So, mm-hmm. um, 
any uh, remaining thoughts? Otherwise, we can just move on. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So we can uh, move on to some new news that just came out today. More negative. Uh, it's kind of a negative thing. It's not really good for Nebraska, but um, uh, former pre- well, I guess still president, but Admiral Ted Ted Carter is leaving uh, Nebraska for Ohio State. Um, by the end of the year, um, his last day on um, staff here is the 31st of December um, before going into Ohio State. Uh, whoever wants to talk first, go ahead. So he's estimated to make a $1.3 million at Ohio State, which is, I mean, it is Ohio State, too. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd see something today on Twitter um, like Ohio State. It makes sense. I mean, if you want to get a bag, I mean, you go there because they have a higher enrollment, better yeah. athletics, at least recently. And just the money, their academics that, are yeah, the you academics know. and their money, the money that goes into the program or the just university in general is a lot more than we get. So I can I can understand, but it does suck because Ted Carter really cared about athletics and he was a big reason why Matt Rule came here. Yeah. So who that, knows what's going to happen with that? But at this point, you just got to move on. I mean, he's here till the end of the year, so that kind of helps. You know, so. one of the interesting things is I was reading a bit more, too. Recently, the Nebraska Board of Regents voted to make the president more have more control over the athletic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from uh, the, department. From the I chancellor. wonder now how that's going hap- to work out with, you know, new— because they would have to, like, override their bylaws, I think. Yeah, or- so, like, so they said uh, Trev Alberts would be only reporting to the president, so Ted Carter, instead of, like— well, I guess it was Ronnie Green, but yeah. it's now uh, Chancellor Be- uh, Rodney, Rodney Bennett. Bennett. So, but um, now it's who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen by the end of the year? So, go ahead, Blake. Yeah, all I know is that we got to get someone good. You know, I, pref- you know, we got someone got poached from us. I'd want to go poach from someone else. Um, uh, you know, Ted Carter, he really uh, cared about uh, Nebraska. I mean, just seeing his stuff on social media and then just him going to a lot of different events and being there and obviously the sports side of things, which is something that we had not seen in Nebraska for quite a while. There was always that disconnect. I remember Will Compton said this once um, and like he got shown around and I talked to Ronnie Green, talked to everybody, um, Trev Alberts, and he said that there was, you know, before there was always a disconnect in like the chain of commands at, at Nebraska and there finally was a full circle of like, all right, we're all okay with everyone. We can talk to everybody. And now, I mean, you lose Ronnie Green, have a new person come in, and then immediately you lose Ted, Ted Carter. And, yeah, it just sucks. I'm disappointed. Um, yeah, I just—it sucks. I mean, he's, he is going to a better program all around for everything. So, I mean, like, I can't fault him, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very disappointing, and it, and it does suck. But, yeah. Yeah, and it, hopefully I know this university probably won't get somebody that doesn't like sports. Maybe they might hire somebody that doesn't put sports first. Obviously, it shouldn't be, but like, but hopefully they actually care about sports because Ted Carter and the last guy we had, I forgot his name, uh, really cared about athletics. So hopefully that kind of just figured uh, we can get the right guy into position. So um, that that is all I, I'm assuming. Yep. If nobody yep. else has anything else, so uh, we'll just move right on. Uh, so with some reactions. So last week. I think uh, the AP Top 25 preseason poll came out. Uh, my early thoughts are it's pretty fin- it's pretty vanilla, to be honest. I mean, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Ohio State three. What surprised me was Alabama at four, all the way down at four. But, um, but yeah, uh, whoever wants to go first, uh, Blake, you can go first. So Yeah, again, you said very vanilla, and I think it's pretty tame. You know, last year, 
if you look at that preseason uh, top 25, it did not age well at all. But, I mean, some teams you couldn't have predicted being up there, like uh, TCU. And a um, and was really high, too, last yeah, year. I mean, just who because who they would have number... thought they would have been that bad last year? Well, so. yeah, when you have the number one recruiting class. Um, but, yeah, pretty tame. I mean, top four, obviously, I mean, that just is pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have many comments just because, I mean, Texas at 11, um, yeah, no big surprises, so... I'm shocked a little bit. Why is Iowa ranked? Yeah, instead of like Minnesota or somebody like that, I'm surprised by that too. I'm I was not. also super surprised by how high Wisconsin was. Yeah. That sort of shocked me too a little bit because I was like, well, this is different. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I after mean, ha- having that bad of a year last yeah. year for Wisconsin is really bad. But um, surprised to see them so high. I would have probably started them unranked. And then if you guys... I would have done if they beat Washington State on the yeah. road, then you can throw them in. Oklahoma being at twenty was yeah. actually this is weird to see them that low to start off a season, especially for and then you know how bad they were last year. But one team up high, I was surprised for being super high was LSU. I don't think they should be number five to be honest. What about Notre Dame? You That's normal. normal. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame is like the team that always gets ranked high. I'm surprised, Texas they, weren't, is the I'm same surprised thing. they didn't even throw them in the top 10 or top 5. And Texas is the same thing. Clemson being at 9, no surprise. Florida State, Penn State. I mean, all these teams, I'm not surprised they're in it. Like, probably about the top 18. I'm not really surprised. Oregon State, they should be pretty good this year. Anything below 19, I mean, this is kind of the vanilla picks. So, like... Oklahoma, North Carolina, both have been, you know, at least Oklahoma in the past has been pretty good, but uh, Oklahoma starting pretty low. North Carolina, I mean, one of the better quarterbacks in the country with Drake May. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, they're kind of hit or miss. But uh, A&M, of course they're ranked. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised, a little surprised by that. Tulane, I think that's just because how good of a year they had. And then, like you said, Iowa at 25, kind of surprised by that. I think it. Pro- I thought it would be like Minnesota, but or even Illinois. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, you have any remaining thoughts on that? No. Nope. All right. So we we will be right back. Uh, we're gonna start our college football segment. Welcome back. So we're going to start off. Uh, so this past, no, Saturday, we went to the Nebraska Podcast Awards show hosted by Nebraska Brewing Company. Shout out, uh, No Block, No Rock. Who's actually watching right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you can go ahead and go first, Blake. Uh, what do you think? What oh. did you thought of the entire event? Oh, man, that was so much fun. Uh, I'd never been there before, um, which is kind of surprising because I felt like that's some place that my parents would have gone because they like that type of stuff, which means I got to have them back there at Nebraska Brewing Company. But um, no, I was really excited, you know, walking in there, having our own table and seeing uh, Pipeline Jerky on there was cool, and uh, just the entire setup down there was awesome, and seeing all the other podcasts, and I mean, this is only year one of the event, mm-hmm. and it already was so much fun, and I gotta give a shout out to Jared, um, you know, I've listened to No Block No Rock for quite a while now, and so has Dylan, and uh, Jared, obviously, he won an award for comedy for a reason, and yes, I'm sir. like, I was we were trying to look out for him, and I finally saw him, and that's who we uh, first met up with. And obviously, Jared, you're awesome. Got a shout out you, and what a fantastic event! And uh, can't wait for another year. Yeah, we'll be back. 
Yeah, go tell, ahead, Mark. Yeah, tell you what. I mean, this is this was something beyond something. I mean, it was something. <laughs> it was something. I'll just put it that way. Um, you know, I've never been to the Nebraska Brewing Company. Thank you to No Black No Rock for uh, being partners with the Nebraska Brewing Company for this event. It was well well attended. It just shows you how much effort goes into making these podcasts and you know how so many different people talk about so many different things husker related is just so unique to see in lots of different creative ways mm-hmm. food was good too okay. yeah um they definitely didn't uh, short us on that I yeah they did not getting a whole bunch of wings that was fantastic yeah, yeah and um go ahead dylan yeah, this is awesome. I mean, best is really good experience. Good, uh, good making some connections. Kind of with only with no block, no rock. But you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's because Jared's awesome. But, um, but yeah, just a good experience and just really shows, especially you from being Wisconsin, you can see how much, you know, how much people care. Yeah, I think yeah. is really. It's Nebraska football is literally a religion here and. That's what all. I was telling someone today. I'm like, it's their church, basically. Yeah, for yeah it's just the good uh, here in the good place or the good, the good life. life. Good Sorry. life. Or it's but. not for everybody. But, um, but yeah, it was just really awesome. And, you know, shout out to everybody else that showed up, too. It's kind of upset we didn't get to see Corn Crazed or Carriker, but, you know, it's yeah. okay. It's because sometimes I know, I know um, busy. Connor Hayden's out in California, and I know Carriker's probably busy, especially, especially being now working with the ticket too so mm-hmm. um any uh remaining thoughts otherwise we can just move on yeah i mean uh yeah so we can uh, move on to some, some new news that just came out today more negative uh, it's kind of a negative thing it's not really good for nebraska but um uh former pre well i guess still president but admiral ted ted carter is leaving uh, nebraska for ohio state um by the end of the year i'm his last day on um, staff here is the 31st of December um, before going into Ohio State. Uh, whoever wants to talk first, go ahead. So he's estimated to make a $1.3 million at Ohio State, which is, I mean, it is Ohio State, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'd see something today on Twitter um, like Ohio State. It makes sense. I mean, if you want to get a bag, I mean, you go there because they have a higher enrollment, yeah. better athletics, at least recently, and – just the money their that, academics are yeah the you academics know. and their money the money that goes into the program or the just university in general is a lot more than we get so i can i can understand but it does suck because ted carter really cared about athletics and he was a big reason why matt rule came here yeah so who that, knows what's going to happen with that but at this point you just got to move on i mean he's here till the end of the year so that kind of helps you know so. one of the interesting things is i was reading a bit more too recently the nebraska board of regents voted to make the president more have more control over the athletic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, the department from the i wonder now how that's going to happen how that's going to work out with you know a new cuz they would have to like override their bylaws i think yeah or, so like so they said uh trev alberts would be only reporting to the president so ted carter instead of like well, I guess it was Ronnie Green, but yeah. it's now uh, Rodney, Chancellor Be- uh, Rodney, Rodney Bennett. Bennett. So, but um, now it's who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen by the end of the year? So, go ahead, Blake. Yeah, all I know is that we got to get someone good. You know, I, pref- you know, we got someone got poached from us. I'd want to go poach from someone else. Um, uh, you know, Ted Carter, he really uh, cared about uh, Nebraska. I mean, just 
seeing his stuff on social media and then just him going to a lot of different events and being there and obviously the sports side of things, which is something that we had not seen in Nebraska for quite a while. There was always that disconnect. I remember Will Compton said this once, um, and like he got shown around and I talked to Ronnie Green, talked to everybody, um, Trev Alberts, and he said that there was, you know, before there's always a disconnect in like the chain of commands at, at Nebraska and there finally was a full circle of like, all right, we're all okay with everyone. We can talk to everybody. And now, I mean, you lose Ronnie Green, have a new person come in, and then immediately you lose Ted, Ted Carter. And, yeah, it just sucks. I'm disappointed. Um, yeah, I just—it sucks. I mean, he's, he is going to a better program all around for everything. So, I mean, like, I can't fault him, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very disappointing, and it, and it does suck. But, yeah. Yeah, and it, hopefully— I know this university probably won't get somebody that doesn't like sports. Maybe they might hire somebody that doesn't put sports first. Obviously, it shouldn't be, but like, but hopefully they actually care about sports because Ted Carter and the last guy we had, I forgot his name, uh, really cared about athletics. So hopefully that kind of just figured uh, we can get the right guy into position. So um, that. That is all, I'm assuming, yep. if nobody yep. else has anything else. So uh, we'll just move right on. Uh, so with some reactions. So last week, I think, uh, the AP Top 25 preseason poll came out. Uh, my early thoughts are it's pretty, fin- it's pretty vanilla, to be honest. I mean, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Ohio State three. What surprised me was Alabama at four, all the way down at four. But, um, but yeah, uh, whoever wants to go first, uh, Blake, you can go first, so. Yeah, again, you said very vanilla, and I think it's pretty tame. You know, last year, if you look at that preseason uh, top 25, it did not age well at all. But, I mean, some teams you couldn't have predicted being up there, like uh, TCU. And um, A&M was really high, too, last yeah, year. I mean, just who because who they would have number... thought they would have been that bad last year? Well, so. yeah, when you have the number one recruiting class. Um, but, yeah, pretty tame. I mean, top four, obviously, I mean, that just is pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have many comments just because, I mean, Texas at 11 – um yeah no big surprises so i'm shocked a little bit why is iowa ranked yeah instead of like minnesota or somebody like that i'm surprised by that too i was also super surprised by how high wisconsin was that sort of shocked me too a little bit because i was like well this is different yeah i mean after having that bad of a year last year for wisconsin is really bad but um surprised to see them so high I would have probably started them unranked, and then if you guys, I would have done if they beat Washington State on the yeah. road, then you can throw them in. Oklahoma being at twenty was yeah. actually this is weird to see them that low to start off a season, especially for and then you know how bad they were last year. But one team up high, I was surprised for being super high was LSU. I don't think they should be number five to be honest. What about Notre Dame? That's normal. normal. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame is like the team that always gets ranked high. I'm surprised they they didn't even throw them in the top 10 or top 5. And Texas is the same thing. Clemson being at 9, no surprise. Florida State, Penn State. I mean, all these teams, I'm not surprised they're in it. Like, probably about the top 18. I'm not really surprised. Oregon State, they should be pretty good this year. Anything below 19, I mean, this is kind of the vanilla picks. So, like... Oklahoma, North Carolina, both have been, you know, at least Oklahoma in the past has been pretty good, but uh, Oklahoma starting pretty low. North Carolina, I mean, one of the better quarterbacks in the country with Drake May. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, they're kind of hit or miss. But uh, A&M, 
Of course, they're ranked. I, I w- I'm surprised. A little surprised by that. Tulane, I think that's just because how good of a year they had. And then, like you said, Iowa at 25, kind of surprised by that. I think it. Pro- I thought it would be like Minnesota, but or even Illinois. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, you have any remaining thoughts on that? No. Nope. All right, so we will be right back. Uh, We're going to start our college football segment. Welcome back to Last Take. So I forgot to mention this earlier. We're back in Anderson Hall. Heck in yeah, the we are. Podcast studio. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird being off of Zoom and all that. Yeah, I'm looking so straight across here, Dylan. Like this is actually not a screen. It's it's real life. I can reach out and are touch you, sure? you if I wanted. Well, I mean, do you want me to reach out and touch you over there? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, a but, little um, too down. far. Settle down, boys. Says you. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna hop into our college football segments. Awesome to be saying that now. Um, officially the season uh, starting this week. Um, but we're going to make our conference predictions uh, just for the Power Five. We're going to start with the Big Ten Conference. We're going to go each conference, kind of be quick with our picks here, but just making our conference champion picks and all that type of stuff and records. Um, so, yeah, starting with the Big Ten West, the good old neighbors next door, Iowa Hawkeyes coming off an 8-5 and five season. Um, unfortunately, just came up short making Indianapolis – for the Big Ten Championship last year, thanks to the good old Huskers. but yeah, thwarted by the Huskers. Yeah, at home, even. But, um, yeah, so they uh, re- they have uh, Brian Ferentz coming back for another season. Cade um, McNamara. Cade McNamara, eh, McNamara from uh, Michigan. They got some if, other guys if. through the transfer portal, so maybe they could be good. Maybe their offense might be bad again. But um, or just like uh, today, one of their player, one of their starting defensive uh, tackles just got investigated by the NCAA. So he's yeah, I was a whole another situation with all their gambling gambling, gambling issues. So. Iowa, what happened? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna start with Iowa. Um, I guess I can go first. I think I think they should probably start three and zero. I mean, their beginning of the schedule is not particularly difficult like i mean utah state might be oh maybe interesting iowa state the iowa iowa state game is always interesting and then they got western michigan at home before uh facing off against uh, penn state on the road um probably three and oh going into penn state i would assume yeah um i mean my only the only losses i see are uh penn state uh nebraska illinois um, Rutgers and I mean not Rutgers, uh, Wisconsin and Iowa. That's fifty fifty. The way I played it out on mine, uh, I had uh, Iowa beating Wisconsin Ooh. Um, to be nine and three. Um, I don't think that they're gonna go on like a ten like a ten and two year. Yeah, I seen some other stuff saying them going on eleven and one, which I I think that's going almost five and seven. What five and seven? Five is, and you think their offense is gonna be that bad? I think so. I, I, I hope mean, not. Iowa, even with a flashy offense, their defense is going to be top in the country. They I, were really high last year, top ten defense once again. I know they lost Jack Campbell, there's but there's no it's, way it's they're the not Iowa making a bowl defense. Game. Oh, seven and five. Okay, that's fine. Okay, but, okay, that's that's yeah. better. But I think they're the safest pick uh, to win the West easily. Because um, with Illinois, they lost a lot. Nebraska, there's Wisconsin's a lot of making questions. too many changes. That's my Wisconsin's opinion. changing offense, a whole offensive system, bringing new players, new players. It might players changing out. It might take a little bit. We can get into it when sure. we get to these yeah. other teams. But I think Iowa has been my consistent pick for winning the West all off season. Mm-hmm, same. So 
But um, yeah, so start off three and one, uh, beat Michigan State probably. Purdue, I, Purdue might be a little interesting. I would say it's because Purdue is a sneaky team this year with uh, new head coach Ryan Walters from Illinois. But um, they still have Devin Mockaby, but they lost Aiden O'Connell. Uh, what's his name? I'm, it's on the top of my head. The wide receiver. Oh yeah, I can't think of his name either right now. But Charlie Jones. Charlie but Jones. um, they lost him, and then they also I, I believe they lost their tight end as well. So that's a big Van Ness. No, that's a edge from Iowa. Uh, oh, my bad. You're, no, you're good. But Purdue, they're a little. I think it might be a little different. So they also did lose, like I said, Jeff Brom, and so I think they should probably win that. Beat Wisconsin. So yeah, I I agree with you, Blake, saying probably about nine and three, probably first place in the West. Um, let's see. So yeah, I I think they probably it it will be a tough way to. I don't know. It, it it should be an interesting season for them, finishing nine and three, pushing it. So, yeah. So we got. So we agree with Iowa going nine and three, eight yeah. and four, eight mm-hmm. and four, eight nine and three. So, um, yeah. So we can move on to the next team, Illinois. So the Illinois Fighting Illini are coming off a pretty impressive season. Tell you what, guys, I'm a Bielema believer. Of course you are. I thought you hated Bielema last yeah. year. When we were well, at the, when we were we were at the, the Illinois game, you were cussing, cussing him out. <laughs> yeah, you, you, were, know, you were Bielema's biggest hater. You know, Bielema, former ex-Wisconsin head coach. Oh, boy. Um, always has to tie it around. It's, it's okay. Uh, I think they're going to be a contender this year. I have them going 8-4. and four. You know, honestly, I don't disagree with it. I think it. I think their range is probably about 5-7 and seven to 8-4 and four probably. I, I just feel like it's going to be tough for them. I mean, losing Chase Brown is really tough. And they lost their defensive coordinator, who Illinois had the number one scoring defense in the country last year under Ryan Walters, who, like I've previously mentioned, has went to Purdue. But um, they, I think they have a all right schedule. I mean, their, their East Division teams they have to play are Maryland, Indiana and Penn State, which is not pro- it's probably no, not Penn State. Sorry. Um, yes, actually Penn State. Never mind. Um, so yeah, so they got Penn State, Maryland, and Indiana as their East Division opponents, which is not the worst draw in the world, um, especially with Maryland being kind of middle of the road. Indiana is kind of the lower end of the East, and then you got Penn State, which will be tough, but they get them at home. And they beat Penn State last year, so. Um, but yeah, so Blake, who do you think? How do you think their season will go? I mean, I know we've made, uh, we did this the other day, but yeah, I mean, I think you know, Iowa at nine and three. I think that since I have Iowa winning the conference, I think that their Illinois is, they'll they'll probably look pretty good, you know, kind of like they did last year. But at the same time. I don't know if I can just trust Illinois yet. Iowa, they just have, have been consistent for years and years on end. So, I mean, that's just the safest bet for me. But Illinois and, uh, you know, Minnesota, I have the same mindset really with them. Um, unlike uh, Minnesota, I feel like Illinois has a lot of uh, – uh, they didn't really make a lot of noise in the offseason, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but unless you have a different – you have a different opinion? I mean, I, I don't have a different opinion. I'll just say they did add – Former Wisconsin defensive coordinator Jim Leonard as an analyst. Analyst, but analyst, but I mean, that's like too much. Whatever. Uh, anyway, I mean, I could be an analyst on the football team right now if I really wanted to. I mean, like, sort of. That I mean, that's 
I, I do. It's I, crazy that he went. He went that route, but yeah. It's kind of an interesting pick. The second week two matchup against Kansas is kind of a little interesting on the road. Kansas, as you, as most of you guys know, if you, I mean, watch college football, uh, Kansas had a pretty impressive year last year, sort of impressive start, and then they've dropped one of five, or uh, they went one in five the final six weeks of the season, but. Um, but I think Illinois is pushing about seven and five. I think this year it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them to um, find that same success as they had last year. I I can't if they find a good running back. If their running back is consistent, this team could be pretty good. Uh, I've seen a lot of analysts thinking this team's gonna go somewhere. But I feel like they're kind of the middle of the road of the Big Ten West. Um, so probably about seven and five. Um, yeah, so we can go on to Nebraska. The good old Huskers. Uh, yeah, what a schedule. We, I'm saying we, six and six, seven and five. Yeah, I, know, I feel the same We way. make a bowl game. I'm feeling about, I think, our— Seven and five. Um, yeah, about yeah. seven and five, I would mm-hmm. say. It's because I think— I think the odds are we more go seven and five than we do uh, miss five, and, five and seven. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, the it all depends on that first two games. I think because Minnesota, I mean, it is a conference game, but it's also the first week of the season on a Thursday night in It'll Minneapolis. Be, exactly, and against Fleck. Yeah, yeah. seventh uh, going into the seventh year, but I feel like that Colorado game is more important. I'm not saying the Minnesota game is not important, but the Colorado game is more important in a way that it's such a historic rivalry. It's been going on. It's an old rivalry from back in the Big Eight. Who knows back and way back in the day, so uh, we got to get that win. But other other than that, I mean, I mean, it's kind of it, straightforward. I mean, you got Michigan, so our East Division opponents are Michigan, Michigan State, and Maryland, which aren't the worst gets for us. Uh, the Michigan's kind of, I mean, Michigan's coming off two straight Big Ten championships, but um, yeah, I'd say about seven and five. Yeah, so seven and five is probably my pick. Um, so we can move on. All right. So next would be Northwestern. Uh, the, uh, geez, what off season? One and um, eleven. One and eleven. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern. I one win last year. Are they a better team? No. But sometimes, sometimes worse teams get more wins. Um, Nebraska last year. Yeah. Uh, where I could see them getting three wins because I mean they still play UTEP. Uh, they still play Howard. So I I think that's probably about two wins. I mean that's there. two wins and they might win a Big Ten game. I I don't want to say they won't because I just maybe the upset like um, I Wisconsin see, like a like a they won't beat Wisconsin. No, they I can see like maybe a Purdue win or something like that. Throw that randomly in there. You never know. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. Yeah, I mean Northwestern's um, tough off season. It'll be pretty tough for them to really get anywhere from last year. They lost Evan Hole. They lost. Peter Skaronski to the NFL, so two of their best players right and there. And they don't have a Pat's Fitzgerald anymore. Bye bye yeah, Fitz. We talked about that already. Which we don't. That more information could be coming out on that with just like him suing uh, Northwestern. So yeah, who more knows? info TBD. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Northwestern probably will be last place in this division, unfortunately for them. I think it's easy to say. Yeah. So we'll move on to Mark's Wisconsin. Badgers, go Badgers. Badgers. Go Badgers. 11, 11 and 1. You're bold with that one, buddy. I um, am very bold. Um, There's no way they're going 11 and 1. You play, you we're play. winning the West. I'm sorry. We're uh, going to win the West. Okay. All right. 
and then we're going to lose in the Big Ten title game, like we always do. Uh, I think they lose to Washington State. Um, on the road. That's tough. On the road. And obviously, they're going to lose to Ohio State. And they're going to lose. Probably even Illinois. They're going to lose. I, I think the Iowa Wisconsin game is 50 50. And then Minnesota Illinois are also 50 50 games, in my opinion. Because I'd say both, Illinois is 50 50. I'd throw Minnesota being 50 50. Because, I mean, you, yeah. were, you were talking up Minnesota earlier. Um, I think Minnesota and Illinois are kind of like interchangeable for me with the way their record plays out. I swear, if Georgia Southern beats Wisconsin, I'd be so pissed. I think I might break a window. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. I wonder, you know, who felt that last year? I wonder what— You guys felt that. I yeah. know. Yeah, it was, um, it was I felt not pissed, fun. too. Maybe, felt... you, maybe you have the exact same uh, game because they're— 45-42 and you yeah. fire a coach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Bye-bye fickle after— Yeah, no, but I think— yeah. Anyway. That that second game will be very tough for you guys. Um, Washington State is pretty good. I they're pretty consistent. And Ohio State's going to be very tough, but you get it's it under the home. lights you at Camp it Randall, yeah, and it's it. at home. Yeah, I say Wisconsin going eight and four. Probably about eight and four, I think. Uh, just lose out on the division, mm-hmm. just to Iowa barely. But you guys will beat Nebraska. I I can't see us really winning that game right now, especially being in Madison. We haven't beat you guys since the 1960s yeah. in Madison. So, in the past few years, I think it'll be a- close. For sure, a but sizable lead in the straight. Yeah, you've won what seven straight, so seven. something like that. But I do think you guys might have some issues with Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa, Washington State, so Ohio State, and yeah, of course Ohio State. So we have kept it close against Ohio State in recent years. True, that's but a, that's a moral victory, Mark. I yeah, right. moral victories are not real victories. We so. should know that's that. That's good. As Husker fans, we should, yeah, like Blake said, so. Uh, yeah, so I got Wisconsin probably finishing second. Um, I'm sure Blake has the same. So we'll move on to the final team. We haven't or last two here. Purdue. Yikes. Um, we've regarding, kind of already talked about Purdue. Four and eight is my uh, prediction for them. Um, I just I don't. I got seven la- and five. Last year they're pretty competitive, but I just don't see that happening again. I mean, just with you know. They they made the Big Ten championship game and just got murdered and with they were they were not really a great team and you know changing your coach again that's new QB new quarterback yeah. not even as I, I just I don't know I just four and eight they're gonna have a tough conference schedule um, one and five is my prediction in the in the division so yikes you said seven and five seven and five. You think they're going to be Syracuse? I think I think Virginia I think might, Tech or Syracuse aren't guaranteed, in my opinion. Because I mean, well, I mean, Virginia Tech is not guaranteed, especially since it's being yeah. on the road. Syracuse, I mean, they did lose their defensive they're, coordinator. They'll keep it close against Ohio State, uh, sort of. I think I it is at home, and I'm sure it's going to be a night game. But I think Ohio State will probably just run them over. Yeah, I'd say. I think they'll keep it close with Nebraska, probably, because it's, it's always yeah. close. Mm-hmm. But um, wasn't it close last year? Yeah, it was yeah. one possession. Oh yeah. It was only because Casey Thompson didn't have time in the pocket. But moving on from that, uh, yeah, that's Trey Palmer's uh, record game right there. Yeah, two hundred and some two hundred nine yards, I believe. So, yeah. but I think about four and eight, five and seven, maybe push bowl game. It'd be my range for them, um, finishing second to last, only ahead of Northwestern. Um, so moving on to the Golden Gophers, Ugh. this is probably one of the toughest schedules in the country. They're East Division opponents are Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State, which is really, really tough. They have two of the best teams, and Michigan State, who could be better this year. They also have to go on the road to North Carolina week three. That is very difficult. Eight and four. 
eight and four. Eight and four. And then they, of course, they got the normal East or West division opponents. Um, I'm feeling about six and six to maybe even five and seven if they don't have a lot of things. They lost Tanner, or not Tanner Morgan. Okay. Tanner uh, Morgan. Tanner Morgan and um, Mohammed Ibrahim. They did lose both of their two. It's two of their some of their best players. Uh, Ethan Calicamanis will be their starter most likely this year, who we saw last year, and he's the reason why they beat us. But I'm thinking about six six. I'm thinking seven and five. They don't have a lot of positive momentum going into the year. I mean, especially with all the allegations coming out of their program too. Some or of the that's minimal. Not true. I mean, the some minimal. of that is just ego stuff. But like, I mean, at the same time, I, I just think they don't really have great momentum. I mean, the Big Ten press conference was just kind of abysmal for them. And it's PJ Fleck being PJ Fleck. Yeah, and so I just. I don't know with this team. Every year they say Minnesota should be a good team, and I'm finally saying. I mean, seven and five is for a Husker fan. I want that. I, I need a seven and five year. But for Minnesota, I, I think seven and five is is what they'll get. They'll win some games, just like I think they'll win the first game against Nebraska. Um, I think that's the only thing I don't have that's the same as you. I do think we're gonna win, but I do think they can pull out a couple wins this year too. Maybe they'll pull one. Like I think they'll beat Purdue. They might beat Illinois too, so I mean, could beat could beat Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, easily. So like, I mean, they won last year. Yeah, so. they won last year. And but yeah, so Minnesota. So you said eight and four. Yeah, seven, seven five, five six six. So yeah, so we're done with the West. We will move on to the East. This is a very interesting division, like it is every year. Penn State, Penn State has a lot of hype going into the season. Ranked, I believe, seventh. Nine and three. Nine and three. Nine Who and three. Lo- they lose to the two, I'm assuming, Ohio State, Michigan, who they lose to also. Um, it's right there. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. Iowa. Okay. Um, yeah, so 9-3. Nine nine Not bad. It's happened before. What? It's happened before. I mean, it happened recently. Yeah, just so. a few years ago. Who you got, Blake? Or what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think they'll go 11-1. and one. You know, my I've talked about on the podcast, I got the trifecta scenario where uh, – uh, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State all beat up each other. And Penn State, I have them winning against uh, Ohio State. So, Yeah, I have. I, I was kind of like in the same area with the 11-1 type of deal, but um, kind of round-robin type of situation with them. But I think Penn State is just, just limited, has some limiting factors, and it's kind of tough for them. Um, I think they're going to lose to Ohio State and Michigan, but I think they're going to go 10-2. They should be Iowa at home. And then the rest of their schedule isn't like very difficult. I mean, you get UMass, Delaware, like Delaware, UMass, and West Virginia are your non-con. I mean, if they lose to Delaware, (laughs) that'd be pretty bad. But I think they should easily go ten and two. I think that should be pretty consistent. So um, we can move on wherever my mouse is. This is not good. Okay, there it is. Michigan State. Michigan State's coming off a very disappointing year. I have them going four and eight. Four and eight, five and seven for me. Um, they, my statement went against is that they have is uh, they're going to win over Iowa. That that's my statement win yeah. for them. Um, I think they probably start two and two, and then going to Iowa, maybe win that three and two, and then the season's kind of going to fall apart a bit. Yeah, um, for them, but I think. It's not an easy schedule. I mean, their West Division opponents are I mean, Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota, which is, I mean, if you look at it as a West, when you look at the West, it's kind of pretty tough games, I'd say, for them. 
but um, two of them are on the road, one's at home. So, so I I'm thinking about five and seven, six and six, maybe it should be better. I think they should look a little better than last year, but they also lost their quarterback Peyton Thorne and also Keon Coleman as well. So it'll be tough for Mel Tucker. They probably paid him a little too early, <laughs> but um, but yeah, we move on to uh, uh Rutgers. Yikes. Uh, six and six. That's higher than a lot of people are taking them. I need I, to see their defense make some improvements. I'd say four and eight. Um, yeah, just nothing. I mean, they'll again win a few games, but not not a lot. So yes, kind of the same. I'm kind of the same four and eight. So, um, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, it's the typicals. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Pretty tough schedule for them. Um, Maryland, Maryland. Uh, I'm thinking about eight and four, seven and five. Seven, five, eight, and four. I think that's kind of where middle of the road of the East. I think, I think they're they have probably going to fourth in the division. I think they have something to prove this year. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a lot of well, definitely it's be coming a- off the hype. They they do have a lot of hype going into the season. Yeah. Uh, for me, I have them at uh, seven and five. Yeah. Okay. All right, Michigan, eleven and one. Yeah. What's their loss? Penn State or Ohio State? Ohio State. I agree play. with you, Mark. I think I think uh, Michigan loses to Ohio State. I think whoever wins the Michigan Ohio State game represents that division. Yep. Yeah, typically that's Des- how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, typically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, and but I'm actually going to be disagreeing with both of you. I think they're going undefeated again. I just, I just can't. I think their only loss, the only chances for losses for them, I really see is Penn State and Ohio State. If they can get through Penn State. On the road, I think they can easily take Ohio State down. Ohio State's having go. I guess they have one of the better wide receiver cores in the country. New quarterback, but new quarterback Devin Brown or Kyle McCord, who's going to be the starter this year. And Ryan Day's already said that they haven't decided yet. Right. And maybe Devin Brown's the next coming of. I mean, they had constant quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. But I'm feeling Michigan's going to go about 12 and 0, undefeated, win the division. Win the Big Ten, represent us in the big in the college football playoff. All right, Indiana. I'm feeling about three and nine, four and eight. <laughs> uh, six and six. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. How are you all making this make sense? Because in my mind, six and six. Okay. Um, I have them at two and ten. I yeah. just don't see any competitive atmosphere out of them. I'm sorry, 2020 years is gone. Tom Allen will be gone by middle gone of the season. Old. He'll be gone by the middle of the season if they go that bad. But um, I just Tom Allen's probably has the hottest seat in the Big Ten, so it'll be very tough for them. Um, yeah. So and who's your uh, champion? Uh, my champion is Ohio State. Ohio State. Michigan. I kind of already said that, but uh, yeah. So that is our Big Ten. Um, it's kind of a mess. We didn't really have that really consistent, but um, yeah, we can just quickly actually pause for a second. Okay. All right, we're done with the Big Ten. We're gonna move on to the second best. I'm just kidding. One of the best conferences in the country, the Southeastern Conference. Uh, the last year without Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, so we're gonna first start off with LSU. Ten and two. Ten and two. Okay. You have them losing to Florida State and Alabama. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Like uh, for me, I have ten and two as well. Florida State and Alabama are their losses. I have them going eleven one, winning the division. Their only loss is to the Florida State Seminoles at the beginning of the season. I have a feeling they're going to be Alabama. Um, I just feel like Alabama has a lot of questions, so we, we can get to Alabama next. Who is the next team? Alabama nine and three. What? 
Nine. Dang. Okay. Nine, nine and three. Yeah. Who do you I have, have them losing to? Texas. Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Okay. Oh, I could see. I could see. Yeah, it I mean, on the there's road. always LSU, yeah, that's always and then there's another Auburn. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. I, um, Mark, I don't know what methamphetamine you're on, <laughs> uh, and I don't want to take it because I think they're going undefeated. I think I've I've said this before, and I've said it multiple times. Nick Saban cannot be doubted until he retires or dies. That's just how it is. That's how it works. And you can, you know, quarterback issues, I don't care. Throw generic white boy quarterback number one out there from NCAA video game. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I think they're going undefeated this year. Will they win the national championship? No. I think that this year, with the, the way I see it, I think Georgia will take a step down and we'll, we'll see, I think, four competitive teams or at least three competitive teams this year, unlike just one last year. Right. All right. I have them going 11-1. As you can probably see, this is my pick. Their only losses to LSU. Just missing out on the SEC championship. All right, next, Ole Miss, led by Lane Kiffin, six and six. Uh, you know, honestly, what? that's not the worst I, pick. I like Ole Miss baseball, football. Baseball. I do like Lane Kiffin, um, but he is. I'm sorry, but last year was a little bit of a disappointment for me. Uh, I, I they started had, off pretty well. Yeah, I really hyped for, I hopes for him. I have him going eight and four. Yeah, I have them going eight and four as well. My upset pick is Tulane beats them at. Um, at home, so, but yeah, eight and four for Ole Miss. I and Mark has them going six and yeah. six. So our next team is the Mississippi State Bulldogs. R.I.P. Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. Five and seven. Five and seven. Yeah, uh, I think about six and six is my pick. Yeah, I'm at five and seven. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate they lost Mike Leach, but I feel like they won't really fall off too much. Um, but yeah, so. Next is Arkansas. Eight and four. Okay. Uh, eight and four. That's a little interesting. I have them going four and eight. Actually, worse than the worse than the conference. Might be a little bit of a hot take, um, but I think with Texas A&M, in my opinion, being more on the rise, not having a disappointment as last year. Um, yeah. I have them going. I have Arkansas going six and six, just making a bowl game once again. Uh, Texas A&M is next. I have them just missing the just missing a bowl game. Five and seven. Six and six. And you, what did you say? Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. So Texas A&M? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm trying to click on these things. Oh, I you're, would, you're okay. Uh, eight and four. Um, Texas A&M, mm-hmm. eight and four. Same as I have Ole Miss at eight and four. I think so. there's pressure on Coach Jimbo Fisher this year. Yeah. He's definitely oh, I agree. Do you think that cools off his seat going eight and four? With SEC fans... I don't. I can't speak for Texas A&M fans um, because it's not like they have like a long history of being really good. Um, Besides right. Johnny Manziel era, but Johnny football overrated. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I agree. Um, but yeah, no eight and four. I don't know if that will keep him. In my eyes, I think you should because that's an improvement. If you make that drastic of improvement, then I'm. I'm I I keep the coach in my opinion. My I'm all about improvement or at least staying steady in my eyes. Now I used to not be that way, but you know, times change. Yeah. I, I just feel like Jimbo's I think their schedule's not easy by far. They have to go on the road to the U. They have to go on the road to Tennessee. They have to go on the road to Ole Miss, on the road to LSU. It's not easy. But I think they could probably sneak a couple wins, maybe get into bowl eligibility. I can see eight and four. I just have a feeling that's gonna be tough for them this year. So yeah, so you had what? Six and six. Eight and four, five and seven. So Final team, Auburn, who hired uh, Hugh, Hugh Freeze. Freeze. Seven Hugh and Freeze five. Seven out five. of uh, Liberty. 
Seven and five? Yeah. I have five and seven. I have five and seven as well. I feel like it's going to be a tough year for them. They lost uh, Tank Biz, uh, Bigsby. Over the, uh, he went to the NFL, so I feel like it'll be a tough season for them. Uh, finishing last in the division for me. We'll move on to the SEC East. The back-to-back reigning national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. 12-0. Will they win the Natty three years in a row? That is a difficult task to do, but we will see. I have a I have a feeling you can go ahead because I think I know what yours is. Yep, I have them. Uh, before I had a little while of a prediction, but I'm going to tame it down a little bit. I think they will have one loss because you know they've played close games in the first half and then they'll run away with it. I think a team will pose a threat to them this year, and I don't think it'll be Tennessee. I mean, that could be a close game, and I don't think it'll be Ole Miss. Missouri? Oh, I no. know. I know. I think it's going to be South Carolina. I'm high on South Carolina. I've been a Gamecock fan a long time since 2009, 2010, when they uh, went back to back in the College Series. I've been a fan of South Carolina. I actually cheered against Nebraska in the bowl game against them. Oh yeah, when we went against uh, yeah, the baby and, on Clowney. That and oh. that's that's because you know I I wanted to have the intention on me when I was younger. So, but I at least I did have South Carolina gear. I had a jersey. Um, I had multiple hats. I even had like this flag that I had during the CWS game. I brought it to there, um, and and uh, South Carolina won that. Anyways. I think South Carolina is going to beat Georgia, and that's going to be their one loss. And another. I do. I can see it. They. It's not the first time. I think a couple years ago they beat Georgia on the road. So I think, I think they'll go undefeated. But I actually have them. We can get in a minute. Actually, I won't say it. But um. But yeah, I think twelve and zero. I think Georgia is going to be pretty good. I mean, still going to have a good defense. Questions at quarterback. How good is Carson Beck? But we'll see. So we can move on to the next team. The Tennessee Volunteers are coming off a pretty impressive season for them, but they did lose Hendon Hooker, Cedric Tillman, and Jalen Hyatt. So four and eight. Four and eight. Wow, that is bold. Holy crap! They're, that is bold. They I, need Joel Milton to step up if they want to have a successful season. I think he can. I, think I mean, he easily can. He has he has better throw power than Hendon Hooker did. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um. I have nine and three. I think they're gonna uh, regress a little bit than than last year, but um, they're still they'll still be a pretty good team. No way are they going four and eight. And if they do, Mark, you I'll give you twenty bucks if I, that happens. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I have them nine going in nine and three as well. I think they have some tough matchups having to go on the road to the swamp. They have to play Alabama on the road, and of course, they had Georgia. Georgia is not going to be an easy game. They did do get them at home, yep. so I mean, maybe that could help. And then, but South Carolina is not a gimme either. I feel like uh, Spencer Rattler is a pretty good quarterback. So Spencer Rattler has been watched. Don't don't quote me on that. But was not was on, not quote actually me on that. quote. Don't quote, but quote okay. <laughs> subliminal. I don't know if if it's good later in the year. Quote me on it. If it's not good, don't quote me on it. All right. So the next team, South Carolina Gamecocks, five and seven. Really? Okay. I mean, you never know. I guess with Gamecocks. They're one of the teams where like they. I remember they used to get hyped up quite a bit um, in football. Uh, I remember they used to be on like the cover of one of those magazines you got. I remember I had that one year where they on the cover it. And I the think ESPN it, magazine? No, uh, just one of the other uh, college predictor magazines or whatever. And they ended up being terrible that year. I have them going eight and four though. Um, the um, I think that they'll lose some games that they shouldn't lose. Um, but I have them going eight and four, finishing third in the East. I have a bold one. Nine and three. 
They get the win over Clemson to end the season again. They get them at home, but and I think they also beat North Carolina. But their I have their losses with Tennessee. I think they get upset by A and M, and then of course Georgia. So. Okay, okay. But yeah, nine and three. I feel like it's gonna be a good year. Spencer Rattler is gonna really improve himself, make him look a lot better than he was last year, like at the beginning of the year. Beginning so of the year. He did he did warm up he did get a lot better by the end of the year. I mean, even that upset went over Clemson last year. He looked pretty good. He had uh, their defense stepped up pretty big. But um so yeah, so the next team, the Kentucky Wildcats, who've been pretty consistent in the seven, past few years. Seven and five. I'm a big believer in Leary. Their quarterback. Yeah, they got uh, Devin Leary from NC State, who was a Heisman candidate about four weeks into the season, <laughs> until they kind of fell off. But um, seven and five. Yeah, I have them going uh, six and six, um, finishing actually last in in uh, the East. It's just because of their bad conference yeah. division uh, conference picks. So, uh, yeah, I have them going seven and five. I think it's kind of interesting. They get Tennessee and Alabama at home, which is really interesting. It's the first time Alabama's gone to Kentucky in a long time. So, I feel like I don't think I've ever paid attention to Kentucky Stadium, uh, Kroger Field, in Lexington. It's kind of a weird type of atmosphere, but um, I don't know. I mean, SEC crowds normally are really good, but oh, it's Kentucky. I Sorry, I, I, don't I think they lose the but... Vanderbilt. Uh, I feel like it's be just kind of one of those games. It's on the road. It's not really much of a road competition, but um, but yeah, I think. Seven to five, six and six is probably my range there. Uh, going on to the misery, Tigers. Um, five and seven. Five and seven. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Seven and five. I, I, am kind of high up on uh, Missouri too. This, I think they'll sneak yeah. some wins in there. I think this team will be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, I really would circle that th- uh, week three matchup against uh, their old rivals from the Big Twelve, yeah. Kansas State. I think Mizzou can pull that win off. They're at home for that one, I think. Well, unless it's an arrowhead. I don't remember. But um uh I got Mizzou I got Mizzou going six and six. Consistent. I think they should be uh improved this year, but they got a c- couple games I don't think they can win. But I mean, they're always on upset watch, so yeah. never you never know. They almost beat Georgia last year. So uh, moving on to the Florida Gators, six and six. Six and six. This one's tough. It is. I'm. I think six and six as well. I mean, Billy they do Napier have, is kind of. It was an interesting hire to begin with. They did bring in Graham Moritz, former Wisconsin quarterback. He was announced starter. I seen that. Yeah, he was announced so. starter. Yes, I did. A couple see weeks ago. Um, eh, I think five and seven, six and six is probably their range. Uh, I'm not very high on Billy Napier, and I feel like this year is just not their year. But, you know, it's the Florida Gators. You never know with them. But we can move on to the Commodores of Vanderbilt. 1-11. 1-11? Okay. Uh, I got them going 4-8. I mean, they got some wins last year, um, so I think that they'll at least get some more. I think it's going to be kind of like – what you see at the bottom of the Big Ten, I don't think we'll just have a team that just is like mm-hmm. absolutely. They abysmal. should be competitive. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't imagine them being and, super good. And but. Again, they play Alabama, A and M, Hawaii, which I actually have them losing to, but. <laughs> uh, and they play the Gamblers at UNLV. That's my nickname for them. Um, and I just think at that, Vegas. I think that they could steal a win somewhere around the places. They'll they'll find a way. I think about four and eight. I know my screen says five and seven, but I think four and eight. Uh, 
But yeah, it should be a decent year for them. Um, so yeah, that's our SEC SEC champion. Go ahead, uh, Georgia, uh, Alabama, LSU. I think LSU is going to win the uh, conference this year. So yeah, we're going to move on to the Big Twelve final year of Oklahoma and Texas in the Big Twelve. It's going to be the Big Fourteen this year. Um, yeah, we're going to start off big. Go down to Austin, Texas for the Texas Longhorns. Oh. What's your record? Uh, seven, seven and five. They are a contending team. Seven and five, but they're content. Okay. Yeah. I I got them going ten and two. I think they lose to Alabama, and then their last lot. I think they're gonna really be really up there in the rankings, and they face off against the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and they will disappoint in the final week of the season and lose to the Red Raiders. I feel like they should still be first place in in the Big Twelve. But that loss to Texas Tech is going to hurt them in the college football playoff conversation. It's going to be a tough year for them. Former Wisconsin head coach Paul Christ was brought on as an offensive analyst for Texas. Yeah. Um, I have uh, Texas going 10-2, uh, and two, um, and I think that that will keep them out of playoff contention. Yeah. All right, so move on to the aforementioned team I just talked about, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, I have them going 9-3 and three this year. Uh Losses to Oregon, Baylor, and Kansas. I just feel like they might, they'll get upset by Kansas and lose the Baylor on the road, and then they play Oregon Week Two, which is a game to watch that Week Two uh, Week Two schedule. There, um, go ahead, Mark. Texas Tech nine and three. They're a sleeper this year in the Big Twelve. Nine and three. Yeah. Um, I have them eight and four. Right, right now. Um, I just. You know, I'm I'm pretty high on them too. I think that they can be a fantastic team. But again, you know, when you got game, a Baylor team is like one that I could see like stealing a win away um, from them. TCU, I don't think TCU is going to be straight trash. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. it'll be as good as last year. Um, and then obviously you have the huge game of Wyoming, which was one of my top ten games of the year to look forward to. So, yeah, Wyoming, uh, Oregon, Whoops. Oregon. <laughs> I just, I'm reading I'm reading the top line, bottom line. I'm getting a little crazy. no. You're you're good. All right. So it's next the team, it's yeah, it's, it's the, the heat, heat, literally. Oklahoma Sooners three and nine. Wow, that that's bold. that'd be historic. That that's, would be historic. The pressure is on for this team. I'm telling you, last year wasn't very good. It was, it was disappointing. I completely agree that the pressure's on. Not that bad though. Oh my goodness! I mean, this is what you're meaning by bold picks, weren't you? Yeah, spicy takes too. Okay, you heard it here first at the Sheesh. last take. Mark saying three and nine for Oklahoma compared to our good friend Anthony Guamot, who has them going eleven one. So yeah, like uh, eight and four is my is my ceiling for them around there. Um, they're gonna they're gonna win some games, but I think they'll lose like all their big games, and then they'll lose another one to kind of just throw them out there a little further in the deep end. Yeah, uh, I think about nine and three eight and four is probably their range uh, this year. They got a couple tough games, of course, Texas. Central Florida is kind of a game to watch for them. I mean, they get them at home, but that's still a tough game. I feel like I feel like uh, Central Florida is still a pretty good team. Bedlam last year of this being an every year thing, that could be o- Oklahoma State's chance to say goodbye to Oklahoma and uh, send them on their way with a loss. Um, and also, they get TCU on, on the last game of the season will be not easy as well. But I think about eight and four, nine and three for Oklahoma. We're moving moving on. The Kansas State eight and Wildcats, four. who won the conference last year. Eight, eight and four. four. Eight and four. 
They have some Age gaps four, I, to I fill. Guess, I, I can see it. They have some gaps to fill. They lost year. their one of their best offensive uh, threats with Deuce Vaughn. He's now at the Cowboys. Uh, Adrian Martinez moved on, but Will Howard kind of just took over by the end of the year. Um, he is a bright star. I will say that. Yeah. Go ahead, Blake. Uh, I have them at uh, ten and two. Ten and two. Second place in the in the conference. Or yeah. Have, or you have them beating Texas. That's kind of a game to really watch for. Yeah, well, I'll speak on that a little bit later, um, a little further down the line once we go through more at some of these other teams because I'm still trying to figure that out. It's it's a little. You kind of do it on the spot here. Yeah, yeah. All right, I have them going. I have a range of like about eight and four to ten and two. Realistically, I think their ceiling is ten and two. I feel like they're still going to lose games regardless, but I just feel like. That Cent- Missouri Central Florida game, those two games are kind of games that would be tough for them. I feel like Texas Tech on the road is not easy. On the road to Texas is not easy as well. And you can't can't um, not talk about the Sunflower Showdown with Kansas. That could be a game to watch as well. But I think Kansas State probably pulled that off. But I got eight and four to ten and two is my feeling on that one. Um, we move on to the Baylor Bears. Five and seven. I can see it. Honestly, they could really fall off or they can get better. I think that's what it is right now with um, Baylor. Baylor has been known to shock people in the past. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've met 6-6. Six and six. I think they'll improve this year from last year. What, they went 6-6 six and six last year? 7-5? and five. Don't quote me on that. But um, I think they'll go about 8-4 and four this year. I think they'll improve. I think the team's a lot better. Richard Reese, um, I'm trying to think. Other players. That's the only guy I know. But um, – off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I think Baylor should be improved. Dave Aranda kind of settling in now as the new head coach there, um, so I feel like... Former Wisconsin defensive coordinator. Yep, um, so I just think they should be improved this year, so I feel like 8-4, and four. Um, but that con- that schedule is still not easy for them. So moving on, this is your team, Blake. TCU. <laughs> TCU, my team. I, I think 9-3 and three, um, could be potentially worse than that. I mean, I don't know. They, I mean, Texas, Texas Tech. I mean, they. I think they'll win some big games. I, I just don't see Sonny Dykes. I mean, I feel like he coached the team pretty well. I mean, he he turned a team that's kind of more ragtag. People, you know, obviously changing quarterbacks, having somebody that wasn't a starter become a starter. They have a new offensive coordinator too. Yeah. Do they? Do they? I don't know. I didn't. I'm not for sure. Sorry, uh, listeners. I, did, I, did, I didn't do my research. Brand new this. offensive coordinator is what I'm reading. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh. Yeah. That that could throw a wrench into some things, but losing Max Duggan. Well, Max Duggan. Either. Yeah. That's, you also you also lost the leading receiver with Quentin Johnson too. So. Yep. Um. But I I think that they'll. What you see last year is something that you can't really achieve. Maybe again. again when you lose some people like that, but I still see nine and three for them. I I'm, see ten and two. Ten and two, you think they're gonna still kind of regress, but yeah, okay. I got them going eight and four. They have a pretty easy start to the year, but that last section, that last stretch of the games is not easy. Got BYU, you got Kansas State, Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, Oklahoma to end the year. That is a rough stretch, but I feel like TCU is a team where they can pull off a couple wins there. But I feel like eight and four is probably more realistic. Like Blake Blake said, they should kind of fall off just a little bit. But they still should be a competitive team with Sonny Dykes as their head coach. Uh, Moving on, new Big 12 team, Central Florida. 
I got them going seven and five, the best out of the new teams going in this joining this conference. I feel like with John Reese Plumley and uh, Gus Malzone, I feel like that team's very sneaky. I'm not saying winning the conference, but they should make some noise, and I feel like this is going to be a good year for them. I didn't do much research on this team. I actually forgot to do research on this team. I'm going to say six and six. Six and six? Okay. Yeah. I, I got eight and four. Um, I Again, like you said, Dylan, they're going to be the best team out of the new joiners, and I'm pretty high up on them to finish pretty high up there um, in the in the Big 12. Yeah. I like that game, that Week 2 matchup against Boise State on the road. That should be a very one, fun one to watch. And also Oklahoma and then, also, of course, their games against their uh, new opponents for the uh, Big 12. So, all right, we're going to move on to the Brigham Young Cougars. Six and six. They, uh, exactly. can, com- they yep. can compete with teams. Yeah, the, the, that's I exactly mean, where I'm at is that they can compete teams, but does that mean that they'll be, you know, fantastic? Right. No, but they could but they'll probably compete with teams, so I have them exactly like you, Mark, six and six. I'm feeling six and six, seven and five. I think it's pretty much consistent every year. They make some noise at the beginning of the year, kind of fall off a bit, and then kind of bring it back together by the end of the year. Um, Arkansas matchup, week three should be interesting. And, of course, I like the Kansas matchup at, uh, on the road in Lawrence, so that should be fun. BYU should be a fun team to watch this year in the new conference. Um, next one, Oklahoma State, uh, almost at Sooners. Five and seven. So five and seven? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for Oklahoma State, I I'm going five and seven as well, Mark. You know, I'm starting to agree with you there. <laughs> um, actually, I'm finishing last in in the Big Twelve. I I don't know. Bad I, conference. Uh, bad conference. Yeah, normally I'd be high in I, high in uh, o- Oklahoma State. Like I kind of was going into the year last year, but I mean they you know kind of crapped the bed on their season. So they were really high re- highly ranked until yeah. they lost to Kansas. Yep, and then their season just yeah no it did and that was the wildest part was like. You know, they lose to Kansas. You would have thought they would have gotten on track, but no, they just continue to tank and tank and tank until it didn't even matter anymore. Well, they got blown up by Kansas State before they yeah. played Kansas, I guess. So Will Howard went off. Like, they put up 45 on him. So Oklahoma State, I'm feeling about 6-6, six, 7-5. Six, like, interesting thing, they lost Spencer Sanders over their offseason, but I don't know if he'll play. But Gretna quarterback Zane Flores is now there. He was a three-star. He might get some playing time this year. He might not. I don't know. I don't know too much about the Cowboys down there in Stillwater. But I feel like they're pretty consistent. Mike Gundy is head coach. I think they should at least get to a bowl game is my feeling. The next one, the Kansas Jayhawks. Eight and four. Honestly, I've heard heard some uh, things saying they're going to compete. I'm not so super sold on Lance Leopold, but they still have Jaden Daniels. So, yeah, I got six and six for them. Uh, not really mu- too much to say. They'll be a competitive team. Um, I have there's quite a few teams I have at six and six, um, but Kansas, yeah, they're I don't know. They just it's a tough team to pick. Yeah, it's tough because I just don't see. I, I could see they're more competitive now. I will give them that. They're way more competitive now. But does again like. Kind of like the Baylor situation. Does that mean that they'll actually be good? No. I, I, I think that they're going to blow quite a few games and kind of be them their similar selves. All right. Another newcomer, Houston. 5-7. and seven. I'm feeling they're going to miss a bowl game. It's a, it's not easy. 6-6. Six 6-6. and 6-6. Six. Six and six. Uh, who was that again? Sorry, Houston. Houston, eight, four and eight. That's why I forgot because eight. they're just they're just bad. I, I <laughs> well, they haven't. I mean, last year they're they were not good. Um and they they 
they've been highly ranked before and they've done pretty well, but I just don't see that happening again in my yeah. opinion. I, it's going to be a tough year for them. First year in the Big 12. They're going to lose a couple games. More than a couple. So, moving on to the, another newcomer, Cincinnati. Just two years off a of college football playoff uh, appearance, but they lost their head coach. Luke Fickle. And But they got Matt uh, Matt Satterfield or Max. I don't know. What's her name? It's some something Satterfield, Satterfield from uh, Louisville. Louisville. So, it's because Louisville and um, Cincinnati switch coaches. Seven and five. So. Or not the switch coaches, but seven, seven and five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got them going five and seven, six and six. They're gonna. They're, it's gonna be a tough year for them, but I still can see them making a bowl game. I got them at five and seven. Uh, the I don't see them making a bowl game, and I just think uh, the in conference competition for them is gonna be a little too difficult to get them into the. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Iowa State seven and five. Okay. Rebuilding year. Seven and five. Five. And, did I do their? Oh, <laughs> I, that's one I didn't do their time schedule. They're gonna lose two in a row to Northern Iowa and Iowa, um, and I have them going uh, six and six. I have them going four and eight. I feel like it's gonna be another tough. Yeah, tough year I just for them. Yeah, the quarterback situation is kind of a question. Is up in the air. Hunter Deckers, I'm sure, is never gonna play again. But they got JJ Cole. I forgot the other starter. Um, but shout out Caleb Gilchrist and the uh, Iowa State Cyclones, but and Anthony, and Anthony, yep, yes. But you know, I just I'm not very high on Iowa State. Tough schedule. It's gonna be a tough year for them. Four and eight. All right, final team of the 14 team Big 12, West Virginia. Four and eight. They need to lean on their running back though. West Virginia, yeah, that's one team that I don't hate. But I feel like they're going to be the punching bag. They this are, year. Um, and so I have them going uh, five and seven. <laughs> I have it's, them. T- I have them two and ten on here. I don't think they'll ten. be that bad, but I could definitely see it. I don't think they'll be that bad though. The way my lower teams in the Big Twelve really down six on down is you got teams that will beat up on each other and kind of it's kind of hard to predict. You know, I think I did a better prediction. Uh, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday when we did it. Um, but. Yeah, I I don't know. West Virginia, they could win a game. They'll win a few games in my eyes, at least. Yeah, they could play some upset watch, maybe like a Oklahoma or mm-hmm. BYU type of thing. Um, Big Twelve champion, go, Mark. Uh, Big Twelve, Big 12. Uh, TCU, TCU. Okay. TCU. Um, I got Kansas State. Give me the Longhorns. I think. This is their year, final year in the Big 12. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Funny. It's their last year in the Big 12, but are they back? I don't know. We'll find out next year. Um, so, yeah, that we're done with the Big 12. We're going to move on to our final one, the Pac-12. Um, final year of being the Pac-12 before, quoting yep. Anthony, connect four. Yep. But, um, yeah, uh, we can start off with uh, SC, uh, University of Spoiled Children. Just kidding. <laughs> USC. Eight and four. Eight and four. Caleb Williams. Honestly, it's not the worst picks because I can see them crap in the bed, but also at the same time, USC is just too good, I think. Uh, I I have them at 11 and one. Wow. Uh, they're, 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 they're only loss uh, against Oregon. Um, maybe you could have Washington in there. Um, but that that kind of be a weird situation here. 
Yeah, I don't know. I definitely don't think they'll be as competitive. I think they could lose that Notre Dame game um, and maybe definitely. some other one. But they don't really – I don't think Utah will be better. So, I mean, like, I just – I see him kind of running the boards there until a team that I have uh, winning it all. The first five, six teams, top six teams in this conference are so good, and it's it really falls off after that. But um, I feel like 11-1, too. I just, you can't count Lincoln Riley out. He's quarterback whisperer. I mean, Caleb Williams coming off a Heisman season. He's, a, he's primed for another good season. Did I say primed? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it! Oh yeah, so, yeah. So I think eleven-one USC should be pretty pretty good. Watch out for that Notre Dame game in Oregon, and even the Washington game as well. So, but yeah, eleven-one for the the Trojans. <laughs> All right, Washington. Um, interesting schedule, but nine and three. Nine and three. Well, look out, Pac-12. Here come the Huskies. Well, I don't think. Not, nine and three won't be competing. I guess. Uh, I have Matt ten too. I got I got to hype up. Uh, um, our our board, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Um, and I think that they'll be pretty good. I have them uh, losing to USC, but beating Oregon. What's their other loss? Uh, their other loss is against uh, Utah. I can see it, honestly. I have them going 11-1. I think the hype is real. Michael Penix might be the Heisman winner this year. They're really good. Kalen DeBoer, very, very good head coach. I'm feeling 11-1, second place in the, in the conference. Their only losses to the the Trojans in Week 10, so or their 10th game of the season. It is actually Week 10. All right, but um, but yeah, I I feel like Washington's going to be very good. I they're I think they're a little overrated starting off the season, but I feel like they'll shut uh, shut down the haters and or not shut down the haters, but they should prove how good they actually are. So. 11-1 for the Washington Huskies for me. We can move on to the Oregon Ducks. 7-5. and five. Wow, okay. I, I'm a Bo Nix believer here, but I'll say 7-5. Well, if you're, if you're if Bo, Bo Nix believer, if you're, I'll, I'll change my record. It's going to be 10-2. and two. Oh, Okay, that's a little more fair. Did you? Are you actually going through and uh, picking the games? I have previous notes. <laughs> he did notes. Okay. Um, I didn't some notes. I would say ten and two. Okay, I have them going at eleven one. I'm I'm very bodacious this year. I'm very <laughs> bodacious. Um, yeah, eleven and one. They're going into the playoffs this year. Oregon is back. Mm, okay. All right. Hot so, take by Blake. It's not really hot. I can see it. They have a lot of hype in the offseason. I'm buying in on that hype. I think so. I got Oregon going ten and two. I have them upsetting USC, but their two losses are to Washington and Utah. I feel like Oregon has struggles against Utah. I feel like it's one of those teams that they have a lot of issues beating. Um, but I feel I have a feeling they're going to beat USC at home this year, and then they should get back into the Civil War, get that win for the final time, at least as conference opponents. So, But otherwise, I think they're going to have a really, really good year. Bo Nix will be in the Heisman conversation for a good portion of the year. I don't think he makes that final four, but or final three, but he should be pretty good this year. And Oregon is primed for a good. Dang it, I said it again. But I think they should be going. Settle down, Dylan. We are in the Pac-12, okay? Yes. But I think they should have a good season before heading into the Big Ten. So, uh, moving on, the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, they Six got and go ahead, Dylan. I'll let you finish. They uh, quarterback DJ Ungalagale. From Clemson is now their new starting quarterback officially. It's yeah. been named starting quarterback. Go ahead. Six and six. I can see it. Uh, I got him going eight and four. 
I'm feeling about nine and three. I feel like right. they're they're gonna get fourth in the in the conference. That's a pretty good range there for records. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Uh, San Jose State first game of the season is kind of interesting, and then otherwise it's pretty much straightforward the rest of the year. Too decent non-con other than UC Davis, but otherwise should be a pretty good year for them. DJ should have a much better years two years than or this year than he had the two years in Clemson. So um, moving on, Utah last year's Pac-12 champion, ten and two. I, I'm going nine and three. Um, I mean, I'm a I like Cam Rising and Good uh, shout out Logan Eby who has Cam Rising in his uh, phone. In his phone. Uh, <laughs> don't know how close they actually he went are. to new. He went to new yeah Mary same Fox high school. Well, so. um, but I think they'll be very competitive. Um, you know, uh, the Pac-12 has brought probably they've been pretty. Their top five teams, top four teams, have been very competitive lately. I agree. Um, and they've been a conference. You know, I remember last year Anthony talking about are they the best conference? Are they the best uh, conference? And at one point, you could potentially make that argument. I mean, last year with what five ranked teams? Yeah, five ranked teams. You could potentially make that argument. Um, but yeah, nine and three. It's probably the most competitive conference, I think, because you look at the Big Ten bottom are pretty bad. I'm not saying this bottom is any good either. They're really bad, but. I feel like there's a lot more top five team or like a lot ranked teams, but go ahead, Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's exactly where I'm going with it. Nine and three puts them at fourth. Yeah, I have them going nine and three, but the loss to Oregon State pushes them to fifth. That's where I have them right now. Mm, okay. Uh, but moving on, UCLA. This is uh, Logan's team, I think, or at least this is the team he likes out there in his hometown or in LA. So eight and four. Eight and four. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have them going seven and five. Um, I think they'll they're going to lo- fall off. They're going to lose that first game to Coastal Carolina. UCLA is another one of those baseball teams that I like um, and kind of just they're consistent. Yeah, I've followed around. Um, I don't hate on them. I, I love the colors of UCLA and I, I love the Rose Bowl Stadium. So I mean, yeah, I, seven and five, uh, losing to Coastal Carolina. Uh, I think they'll get a big win over Utah. But yeah, would you go see a UCLA Nebraska game at the Rose Bowl Stadium? Ah, if they, they yeah, you know, I they, might have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I would. Anyway. I think I agree with you. I think they lose week one at Coastal. It's just one of those games. You can't really. Grayson McCall might have a good game for Coastal. And, you know, I mean, 7-5 and five is a good record, but, you know, last year they, they were ranked quite high, and then they kind of fell off a little bit. Um, they, almost, some... they uh, came or was pretty close with USC, but mm-hmm. I just feel like UCLA is pro- as almost said it again. Jeez. I, we need to get to Colorado really quickly so I can stop. But uh, I, I feel like UCLA is just going to have a kind of okay season, 8-4. and four. They should be ranked at some point, but maybe. I don't know. But it should be all right for them. So, all right. Huge. You ready for the drop-off? Yeah. <laughs> Arizona. 4-8. and eight. Uh, Exactly, Mark. I have them at 4-8 huh. as well. I, I have them going bowling. I, I Oh, okay. I think they should be a little better than last year. Just missing out on a bowl game last year, they did. This is an Arizona team that beat North Dakota what State. What do they last say? Year. Wildcat down, or I don't know what Arizona. they say. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I really don't care. I don't pay attention to Arizona. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like they should be okay this year. I mean, maybe they might. I think their range is about four and eight to six six. I don't think they get more than that. So, um, yeah. So Washington State's the next team. This is an interesting. Eight and team. four. 
Eight and four. Wow. I completely agree with you. Eight and four, dude. Man, we're on the same page today, aren't we? Save wavelength for quite a few. Well, there's a few of your hot takes where I'm a little... A little... You're getting a little loony, but like... (laughs) uh, Yeah, I agree. Eight and four, um, which puts them to seventh on mine. One losses to Wisconsin. Nope, that's that's gonna be one of their big wins. So I have them going seven to five with the win over Wisconsin, if that says anything. So, uh, but yeah, seven to five. Cameron Ward's all right. Uh, he's he needs to be a little more consistent. Wisconsin throw a lot of picks. I like take Wisconsin's gonna run all over Washington State. Whatever you say, buddy. ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't run? We'll see. They don't run the ball anymore. They oh, they're the gonna pass, and they're gonna they're get gonna intercepted. Oh no, they're not. Well, maybe maybe one or two <laughs> picks. Maybe one or two picks. So that's for another time, though. All right, uh, here's the real drop-off. Arizona, Arizona State. State. I got Five four, and seven. Four, four and eight. eight. Four and eight? Four and eight. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a tough year for them. They should have hired uh, Scott F. <laughs> I remember, when that, I remember when that was part of the rumors for a while oh, yeah. there. Yeah, for a bit. But uh, There was also thoughts at uh, Mickey Joseph, too, I remember. Ooh, that. Yeah. Oh, I remember, remember when that, Mickey, too. Yeah. Remember Mickey was... Mm-hmm. was uh, pro- <laughs> Oh, we're almost. You need to expand your vocabulary, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking like in my ty- my articles. I use primed a lot, which I probably should stop doing that. It's not you really. Not look, it's, you should go. Dylan, that's a sign. I, whenever I'm writing something, I pull up a the. Th- I do too. Thesaurus. I do too. So I can, you gotta. Find, you gotta find, <laughs> I'll help you, Dylan. Find something other than primed. I actually don't really that much. Is I'm gonna look for your articles now and see if you actually. I, I, I use it once or twice. Okay. Okay. Anyways. I do. I do use. I do have a different vocabulary just right now. It's just on the spot here. Yep. Arizona State is not going to be that good. Um, Colorado, one and eleven. Bumps down. Yeah. I am not hyped. I am Amen, not, brother. Yes, I am yes, not. Yes, I am not Mark. hyped yes, on Dion. Dion can take it and stick it. Wow. Hot take. Oh, one and eleven. And I will not say that about my own team just because. But Dion can stick it with his recruits. I love. I love it, okay. Mark. I love it, Mark. Okay. I'm going three. That's an all-time last take moment, right yeah, there. Do 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 Stick it, Dion. Uh, <laughs> I'm going three nine. I just think the bottom of the Pac-12 is so weak that you can win a game against them. It doesn't even freaking matter. Um, yeah. So hell, and, you could they could put Northwestern in this league and. <laughs> all right, yeah, throw them in there too. Why not? <laughs> um, but I mean the. You know, kind of like the Arizona. You know, got Arizona State. Have them winning over Arizona State, Colorado, um, and. Yeah, that's and then Stanford too. I mean, I have Stanford down there. So I mean, yeah, I have them three nine as well. Wins over Colorado State, Stanford, and I think they get the upset against Washington State. That's where my only mm-hmm. difference with that's Washington State, mm-hmm. but nothing I, like my one and eleven. That, that was I can't hate it, Mark. I can't hate it, no. dude. I respect it. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Stanford. Ugh, Stanford five and seven. I can see it. Um, New head coach. Yeah, they did lose. What's his name? So Shaw. Yeah, David Shaw. David Shaw. I'm going three and nine. Okay. I just don't see them being competitive. Final really year in the Pac-12, pretty much. Um, and uh, oh my God, Dylan, before you go on to the next one, sorry, I just looked at the screen. Uh, but anyways, keep going. <laughs> three and nine, Stanford. Uh, they're not that good. So Cal is the next team. I I also have ten and t- uh, I have seven and two and five. ten. How about ten and two? Seven and five. Seven and five. They went three what? and nine last year, dude. Seven and five. What? No, two and ten. Pressure I- is on though. Yes, I say pressure is definitely. The, on. I have they them- could lose all the games. Yeah, they could, <laughs> they could go zero and twelve. But I do have them winning one conference game. Which one is that? Oh, who is that conference game that I have them winning? 
uh, against Stanford. So that they'll <laughs> they'll beat out Stanford there, being one and eight in in the, in the conference. I got the, so. I got them going two and ten. They get yep, the same. win over North Texas and Cal or uh, Idaho is. Oh, I have them losing to Idaho. Idaho's really cool. They're really good. They're one of the best FCS teams, at least. Uh, yeah. So Cal, I have them going two and ten as well. So, all right, Pac-12 champion. I think you already said it. Oregon. Mark? Uh, Oregon. You have Oregon. Bold. USC. I think okay. it's not really right. bold. I think USC would just beat out Washington in the Pac-12 championship. But So we can do our playoff prediction next? Why Why not? Yeah, throw it in there. Playoff uh, prediction. Oof. Um, Michigan. No. So, oh. so start from one down to four. And Ohio- then you can say you're five and six if you want. Uh, Ohio State. Oregon. And then Georgia. Okay. Clemson. Clemson. Clemson? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think Clemson on the up, but I have Alabama number one. They're going undefeated. Um, and I just think that they're – this is going to be, in my opinion, I think this could be Bama's final year where, like, oh, are they, they're back to their old glory, you know, but I don't think they'll win the national championship. They're going in undefeated. Um, and then I have number two at Ohio State, um, number three at Oregon, um, and then number four is Florida State. Yeah. All right. You ready to hear mine? Yeah. Number one, the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. Ooh, I got them hard. going undefeated. I I think the hype is real. Blake Corum, Dominic Edwards. It's the usual. JJ McCarthy. The one-two punch. I, I'm being a little bit of a hater, and that's simply because— you No, know, that's okay, though. Yeah, okay. I'm simply because I want that trifecta to happen. Like, if that trifecta happened— 11-1 round robin would be we're, awesome. We're Penn State, Ohio State, and was— uh, who Michigan all go eleven and one? <laughs> you almost I, said that Wisconsin there. I was like, oh no, Minnesota. You almost said Minnesota. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So Michigan Wolverines number one, number two. I got LSU Tigers. They Ooh. win the SEC. They okay. upset yeah. Georgia in the SEC championship. I think the hype is real with them as well. Number three, Florida State. Okay. I think that I think they're going to be very good. You got that rematch from Week One in the college football playoff, two versus three. I feel like the Florida State is going to win the S or geez, ACC, maybe the SEC here soon. Bring back to their Jameis Winston days, maybe. Yeah, I feel I feel like uh, Jordan Travis is a legit quarterback. Then number four, uh, I got USC. I think USC just sneaks in at four, um, winning the Pac-12, a very competitive conference. I think it's actually going to help them this year, final year of at least twelve teams there. So I think yeah. So I got Michigan, LSU. Florida, Florida State, and then USC. So, that's my four. Um, you want to do a national champion? Yeah, might as well. Go ahead. Georgia. Georgia. Three straight? Three straight. Has that ever been done before? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a long time. I got... I got Ohio State. Ohio I'm just, State? I'm just throw that oh. out there. Because I, I don't... Here's the thing. I'm high on Bama, but I really don't want to see them win a national championship. Um, and so I think that they'll go in there undefeated, possibly, and then kind of just... Fall apart? Yeah, fall apart. Have a close game and just barely lose it. Um, so, yeah. I have Ohio State win it all. See, I if Michigan loses their first game in the playoff, John Harbaugh or Jim... One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> this, is bad. this is bad. This is John. This is, is, is a, it's Jim Harbaugh. So Jim Harbaugh, yeah. 
If he loses, he will have the worst record out of all head coaches in bowl games. Yeah, which and, I and think that will happen coach again. Firm. Right. It, and it, can it happen? If he, makes, if he makes the playoffs, I, th- I think that they they lose. USC, though, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Um, I think, don't quote me, but Michigan will somehow survive against USC. It's going to be very close. I think Caleb Williams will have one of his best games of his career, but it will all fall short when Donovan Edwards runs it all the way to the end zone. But... Uh, yeah, so I got Michigan making the national championship. They'll be taking on the LSU Tigers. I think LSU just will be more battle-tested by the end of the year instead of, like, Florida State. I have LSU winning the national championship this year. Okay, okay. Right. I, I don't hate it. Um, I'm not necessarily a huge LSU fan, but if that means seeing a, some, a special someone at the national championship game celebrating, then, hey. Shout out. Yeah, Paul Skeens. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> Shout out someone who went to uh, I saw at the College Series. Paul Skeens, yeah. one of the best. You did see him at the College World Series. <laughs> yeah, and I almost there's a, there's a whole story there another time. Hit me up on Twitter if you want to hear the the story how I fumbled a bag. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but <laughs> Yeah, Anyways. why not? But um yeah, so yeah, LSU. So you know, make some quick picks, week zero, yeah. real quick. Yes. We got some quick games here. Uh so we'll be right back with that. Welcome back to the last take. We're going to quickly make our week zero picks. We got four games that I specifically chosen because this week is kind of limited. But there's two ranked teams happy playing week this week. Happy week zero. Yeah, happy uh, college football is finally back. Uh, Goodness. Game number one in the Aer Lingus. Classic. Classic out in Ireland. Ireland. Yes. Our U.S. Navy. Is taking on the Irish. Number, Irish. Nine, number 13, Notre Dame fighting Irish. Notre or just Dame. Just Irish, I think, now. But um, uh, Yeah, so Navy takes on number 13, uh, uh, Notre Dame. Mark, Notre Dame is 20.5-point favorites. Yikes. So Notre Dame, the fighting Irish, or I should just say the Irish, are going to blow out Navy. Matter. I'm going to blow them out. Blow them out? Yep. Navy. 60-0. Uh, Navy Mavericks gonna hit eject and they're gonna go crashing down. Notre Dame's gonna win it. Yeah, I got Notre Dame. Last year this game came in with three points. Navy almost won this game. I think Notre Dame wins by more than one score, but this is I think Navy covers the twenty and a half point spread. So. Okay, okay, betting man. The yes. next game, I, 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 am, I am taking sports betting in the media class. So, yeah. next game on our list here is number six USC versus the San Jose State. I'm choosing USC. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm picking USC to win. What do you think, Blake? Yeah, the Trojans are they're gonna mar- uh, they're gonna destroy. Uh, What's the spread on this one? I, I do not looked. know. All right, um, I think USC should win this. But you can't overlook San Jose State. Yeah. They are going to be pretty good this year. Ironically, this game is on the Pac-12 network where at 7 p.m., but we'll get to the game that's on ESPN primetime slot. Um, so, yeah, so USC all the way around. All right. Pretty much consistent. All right. Hawaii is going on the road to Nashville to take on Hawaii. Vanderbilt, who decided to do their stadium renovations right before the season started. So. Hawaii. Go Rainbow Warriors. 
Woo! I'm gonna take Vandy. Okay. To be different, I don't have too much. <laughs> uh, who did I have? I had Hawaii. Yeah, I have I have Hawaii winning that one. I had to, I had to go back and check real quick because I wanted to. I didn't want to like forget and switch up. So yeah, I got I got a Hawaii. Why so, not let it fly? I guess. Yes, somehow winning it. All right, this is the game of the week. Ready, guys? Yeah. ESPN 7 p.m. kick. UMass goes on the road to take on New Mexico State. This is by far the best game of the week, I think. <laughs> we got Mark. I got uh, New Mexico State. Yeah. I got New Mexico State as well. <sighs> they were 1-11 last year. Both were. <laughs> oh, both were? <laughs> I'm pretty sure both were 1-11 last year. Uh, let me let me look up what New Mexico State record was real quick. They were 7-6 and six last year. UMass? Or New Mexico State. New Mexico State. All right. So, yeah, you won 11. My goodness. And this is the game of the week. (laughs) It's ESPN at 7 p.m. They have that primetime slot instead of USC San Jose State, who's on a regional network. Oh, my God. New Mexico State. Big. Okay. So, back to what I was saying. We're going to keep track of uh, everybody's picks every week, keep track of the records, kind of like how we did last year. And their champion will be crowned last year. I guess I was I am the reigning champion, barely from last year. So Blake will be this is your first time full season. Mark? I think last year I finished uh, even, didn't I, or something like that? Yeah, pretty close to even. That, which I mean, I I can't we complain. Count the, we didn't count the bowl games, so um, I did. I I could have done a lot. I finished. More I, think third. I think Charlie won the bowl game. I was in top. I was like. I top. think Charlie won the bowl game. Yeah, and then I I was like top five or something like that. I believe I was second. Yes, I was. So I was like Mark third. got really close in the pick him, pick him championship type yeah. of thing. He got pretty close. Caught he caught up with Charlie by the end of the year. I don't remember if he got third or fourth, but yeah. but yeah. So it should be a fun season. Um, so a couple shout outs we got here. So we got the sports fan show with Anthony Guamot, uh, our old boy. But you know it's okay. You know, sometimes you got to move on, and people want to do different things, and yeah. and that's okay. He he gave us a shout out on his show, so might as well give him a shout out as well. Mm-hmm. And our second one is two guys, one foul pole uh, with Jack Lyons. Very and Trevor Darnell. good podcast, by the yes, way. Sir. I do say so myself. They have uh, really good baseball takes. Uh, go check them out. Um, some of our good friends from our learning community last year. Um, they they've both been on the podcast multiple times. So um, yeah, and then um, shout out to our socials, Twitter. Uh, Capital or capital TLT, the last take twenty two. Look out for some bold takes and whatever else making fun of Iowa. Yeah, who you knows what you'll see from us on there. Yeah, Blake does a pretty good job. Um, and Instagram, uh, all lowercase, the last take pod. Um, I'll be moving over my Husker Central stuff to there probably. Yep, some more posts coming there. Yeah, hopefully we can re, uh, you know, rebrand that. Um, revive it. Revive it. Yeah, revive uh, that social. But otherwise, yeah. And um, we could be coming to more social media soon. Um, who you, knows? Yeah. So who knows? Maybe out. there's another one coming out. Who knows? In a couple years, well, I mean, couple weeks. Yeah. You never know. Who knows? We could go to Facebook. That's not a bad idea. We probably should do that. Yeah. That's well. I we, mean, have a, we have an Instagram account. We can use that Instagram account to create. Yeah, a I Facebook can do it. Account. Yep. I can do it later. But uh, look for that and um, look out for this podcast. We'll be released. We're gonna think. I'm thinking we're pushing for Fridays. Every Fridays. Yep. We'll publish these. Um, so yeah, closing out. Um, this is the last take. Bye. Mark, Blake, Dylan, uh, thanks, Mark, for joining us. And, You're welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, check us out next week for our week one stuff. So uh, see you later. Go Big Red. GBR.